Sunday rap hard Sitting on no fun in their squad There they go, they're the sons of God What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody listening to the millions and millions of listeners all across the galaxy. This is Across the Intersection Podcast. I know y'all like, who are these people? What is this voice? Yeah, we are back. We are back. We are back. We are back like we never left. And like LeVar Ball, we never lost. So, as always, you know you can ingest this wonderful podcast on divemedia.co. That is divemedia.co, and our podcast is available wherever they are disseminated. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. By the way, Google Play is shutting down, folks, so if you have an Android, you need to download Google Podcasts. It's a separate app, um, and you can stream us there as well, and Stitcher, and TuneIn, and all that other stuff. Um, and a little preface, we are shifting our back catalog. I know I'm just giving you all of the information now so we can get it out the way. Our back catalog, we want to give a special shout out to SoundCloud. Shout out to SoundCloud, who's been, we've been able to use that platform since the very beginning of the podcast. Um, but we're going to shift our back catalog to our website. So for those of you who are not caught up and want to catch up on past episodes, um, go to divemedia.co, go to you know, click the tab, go down to across the intersection, and you can listen to our back catalog. Um, our new episodes will still be on SoundCloud, but the back catalog we are shifting to our website. So again, salute to SoundCloud, been an excellent platform, no shade to them at all. Um, we're just making some internal changes to how we um, do what we do. So with that being said, you can hit us up on the socials. We're at This Is Dive Media on all platforms. Um, this is Dive Media, that's uh, Facebook, the Grizzam, and the Tweeters, and I am on all platforms at Divinimous, D-I-V-E-N-O-M-O-U-S. And I'm on IG and Twitter at uh, E to the V to the. Yeah, you can check out the Instagram.com slash uh, a very good idea. He's what? back! Oh no! <laughs> he's back folks y'all didn't think he was gonna come back but he's back you need to go to instagram right now first go to this is dive media but once you do that then you go to a very good idea and you need to subscribe to that brother right now give him a reason to stay on the socials because if y'all fake he'll be gone again for another 18 months anyhow Thank y'all for rocking with us. We're back. We're back. We took a little hiatus over the summer, right? We, you know, had a little corona break, whatever you want to call it. But we have been kind of doing some personal development. But seasons are changing, and we figured, you know what? It's time to get it back in and give the people what they need. Shout out to all of the thousands and thousands of people who've been hitting us up asking about the podcast. And now here we are. We're back. So, man, we just thought today, guys, we, we're not going to keep y'all on too long, but we did want to just give y'all an update, what we've been up to, you know, what we're going to do for the upcoming season of the show, because we never, we haven't really done seasons. We've just kind of been giving y'all what you need, right? We're all about giving the people what they need. So, but now we, we, we want to be professional. So this is kind of like the second season. It, it took us three years 
It took us three years. Yeah, I thought we were the third season. I thought we were the third season. At We've this never point. taken a break though. We just, you know, we, you know, we just been going at it like. So anyway, this is the first official new season of the show, and you know, we just wanted to kind of share what we've been on, and yeah. So what y'all been on? What y'all been on since we did that big roundtable? Again, shout out to all the people who joined the roundtable, and go check out the roundtable. That's everywhere. Well, for me, it's really it, it's been this this particular uh, this pandemic has been really enlightening for me, and I know a lot of people have lost loved ones, and this is not to diminish that, but for those of us who haven't, and even people who have, you have a lot of time in isolation or just where everything is scaled back, and you get to learn things about yourself. And for me. Uh, I realized that my whole career, since I graduated from grad school, I've been selling hours of my life. Like I've been actually selling hours, selling this hour and selling that hour, like selling parts of my life that can't, that I can't get back. Right. And so I'm actually seeing a purpose for, for that indenture that I've been a part of (laughs) in higher education as a professional. And the purpose is to hold me down in terms of you know my basic needs be, being met while I create my own empire based on you know the the gifts that God has given me you know in my areas of expertise. So I'm saying that to say there are a lot of people running around kind of trashing the whole rat race, the whole job, the whole gerbil wheel, and but now is the time to kind of use it you know for what it's worth. Obviously, there are a lot of benefits to having a job. Uh, but for those of us who want to actually live our whole lives and take our time back, or as Maxine Waters <laughs> would say, reclaim our time, um, just know that you can really use uh, this indenture that you're under, this contract that you're under, uh, which has been giving the hours of your life away to others in exchange for money. You can actually use that uh, in order to hold you down while you're building your own kingdom, while you're building the products and services for your own empire uh, that reflect what it is that you do, what your expertise is. So that's what I've been working on a lot more lately. Uh, Now that the first six months plus of the pandemic is over and my brain has exited the shock of it all. And it's been great. Um, I've been, I've found a whole bunch of platforms that really make, that'll really make it a lot easier. Uh, for me to have my courses up and my other podcasts and all these different things. Uh, so th- this is the time. If, if somebody wants to wants to kind of grow their own brand, now is the time. Hey, Sizzle, so, uh, what you been what up to? Doing? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, what's an example know, only... of, of what you've been trying to grow? Well, first of all, courses, right? So as a person who is an academic advisor uh, and also as a person who got, you know, grad, who's done undergrad and grad work in history, uh, creating courses, like that's one of the ways that it's not fully passive, uh, but it's passive in the sense that once you actually create it, then, you know, obviously uh, as you do your promo, um, you don't have to keep on creating it every day. And so one thing that a lot of people um, really promote is that everybody has expertise. So if you're interested, this is something that you can do, (laughs) you know, create uh, courses around that expertise, just make sure that they're well done and that you're using a good platform. Uh, Right now I'm investigating Gumroad, but there are a lot of platforms out there. 
And it's really, uh, that's something that, that's, that's going to be a big deal uh, personally. In addition to that, um, there are other things that I have in terms of my writing um, that I can use other platforms for. One of my friends who is down in Atlanta and uh, writes scripts for television asked me to get into editing and recently asked me about my rates. I'm still trying to figure that out, right? That's what's up. So, you know, when you have a skill set, and for me, my basic skill set is that I'm an artistic you know, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a um, literary artist, and that comes out in a variety of ways. So that's why I'm not just saying I write, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's something that you can do and actually enjoy your full day doing um, once you're past the point of continuing to give segments of your life away for money. Hey, okay. Sizzle, what you been up to, man? How's the pandemic been treating you, brother? Well, I have been, I spent a lot of time at the beginning of half of this year doing a lot of um, programming, computer programming, programming, working on some um, software. I was, uh, I had three, three pieces of software that I wanted to uh, get up and running by my birthday, which uh, has since come. Uh, I turned 40 in July. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was focused on um, one website that I wanted to be a uh, resource to help uh, believers during times of uncertainty uh, to be able to um, identify the items in which that they that would that would uh, be beneficial to have in your vicinity. So that's one one uh, resource I was working on. Then another resource I was working on was a um, an open source project for um for web develop for 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 uh teaching for teaching people how to create uh cloud-based web apps so trying to empower people to under to utilize this term called the cloud like you always hear that that terminology the cloud the cloud the cloud well, what does that actually mean so uh, i put together a project that tried to boil that down into um into uh actual tangible um uh, items to string together in order to create your own web app. So I worked nice. on that, and really, and and then, and then lastly, um, I worked on uh, a software for um, a, a black skincare tips calendar. That's the that's the biggest thing that I've been working on, and um, that seems to be coming along well. I have a team of about six people, including me, that is uh, working to have that. At released by by eighteen, although it might come out, it might it might take a little while longer, but um, and I, it's it's quite all right as long as I'm able to get that out this fall, this early fall. Uh, really excited about that, and um, yeah, so those are those are three different three different projects that I've been that I've been um, working on incessantly. So now I'm in a new place uh, on this side of the of the calendar year to um, focus on other things and more so more so uh focus on like myself just mentally and spiritually and then also my relationships because yeah. i have been really heads down for the first half of this year so i'm happy to be able to pop up uh and start interfacing with uh people more and more 
Avery, I have a question about your about your projects. What is mm -hmm. your secret in terms of promo? Because myself, uh, you, AJ, we can say all day long, you know, that people can can utilize all the resources, you know, to put their expertise out there. But then the question becomes, you know, most people don't really realize how they can make that stuff available. Mm -hmm. uh, so what, what is your secret with promotions? Having relationships with people who have relationships with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So um, having having um, key partners, having people that uh, believe in me and like me as a human being that's willing to uh, put their name on the line for something that I'm doing. Nice. So relationships are, 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 are everything. Yeah, so that's the key. Cool. That's what's up, man. Y'all make me sound like man, I'm, maybe I'm not doing enough. One thing I can say that I appreciate about both of you guys, because it's actually a question I feel like God has been asking me this year just about is uh, dive media going to remain a serious hobby, right? Or is it going to be, I remember looking at some stuff about business years ago and it's like this is the transition for a lot of entrepreneurs. You go from a hobby to a serious hobby to a serious amateur and then you like you transition over to becoming like a for real business owner. And so I'm, I, I feel like I'm in between that serious hobby, serious amateur. And so one of the things I can really appreciate about you guys is that y'all have taken that step beyond just, you know, amateur to actually doing it. So that's, I know that's, I feel like that's been one of the questions that um, God's been asking me this year about Dive Media. Like, yo, are you going to ever move from it just becoming, like you just being an, an amateur podcaster to actually making some steps? Because there's a couple of pieces of gear that I've been looking at to buy. And I'm like, man, I'm not trying to spend that money. And so God be like, well, are you serious or are you not? And I'm like, wow, like he's challenging me. So that's been one of the things, you know, as y'all can tell, I'm making a transition into what I've been doing. I've been being challenged. Um, not recording over the summer has been good for me because it's, it's given you know me a chance to kind of wrestle internally with some of the things that, that God's been challenging me to do as far as dive media goes. Um, you know, taking the step to funnel things like off of SoundCloud, you know, and kind of get away from that amateur approach and things like that. So that's been one thing. One of the big things I've been helping my wife launch her business. Um, it's called She Schools, if anybody wants to check it out. By the way, you got to tell us what that website is for the um, for people who uh, want some of those links that might hit them up. But SheSchools.com. So my, my wife and I, um, for those of you who've been listening to us for a while, you know that we homeschool our children. And so with COVID, you know that a lot of folks, right, got to do schooling at home. And so one of the things that we've been able to do in the last six months or so is start a business that's um, allowing us to help people prepare for this fall semester of homeschooling. And so that's we, good. we have group sessions that we do. We have individual sessions that we've been doing. Um, Man, been have, so has that started to gain in popularity? Um, yeah, in, in our small sphere of influence, yeah. Um, we've done probably half a dozen sessions, and now from those half a dozen group sessions, we have several individual sessions that have been scheduled. So it's been seeing some fruit there. Um, still looking to buy a place. We were trying to buy a house earlier this year, and that joint kind of dissolved, um, kind of dissolved. And so we're back on the house hunt. Um, and I got three kids, man, that uh, my youngest has just started high school, a college preparatory program. My middle child just started middle school. 
it's crazy. And the youngest is starting first grade, so it's like a lot, a lot of focus there. Um, a lot more. Like I understand when the scripture says, "Woe unto them in the end times that have babes and sucklings." That's a King James reference. <laughs> but it's just like when, when, when things are difficult, right? When things are already difficult, um, children just add a lot more complexity to, uh, you know, to the situation. So. A lot of things. Well, I'm glad you, she's not you know. still a suckling in that case. I'm glad she's not still a suckling. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that makes two of us. Um, but something that even I were, were actually talking about um, in pre-production um, also was I've been focused on my health a little bit, and so I've been working out a little bit more. Um, started doing some intermittent fasting, and I've seen some results there. So um, just realizing that because of COVID, I've been more sedentary. Um, not as active just because you're in the house more than you normally would have been. Um, and you burn calories naturally just from being up, moving around, walking. Those are calories that you are not burning being in the house. Yeah. Um, and so I've just been kind of switching up my routine a little bit um, and seeing some results there, you know, in the last month or so, probably lost another five to 10 pounds, which has really been cool. Um, so, yeah. And I mean, similar to Avery, um, building more relationships. Um, reaching out to folks and saying, hey, let's get together. Things that you just wouldn't have done with the hustle and bustle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, been able to just kind of get together with folks and have lunch or breakfast or, you know, go sit at a park and just chop it up. Um, those things have been really fruitful for me. So I think that's what, you know, has kind of taken up most of my time um, personally um, during during the kind of little hiatus that, that we've been on. Yeah, with the health thing, um, you know, I think it's important for our listeners to realize the how deceptive things can be when uh, when you're home or when you're when you're slowed down, like we have been for the past seven months. Uh, because for me, I had ga- like there was. Uh, during the beginning of the pandemic, I thought I was doing well in terms of nutrition and that sort of thing and um, and in terms of exercise, but I wasn't. And it came to a head when I started feeling lower back problems. And I'm somebody that's been blessed with really good health, don't have issues and huffing and puffing all over the place and all that. But when that lower back started pinching, I was like, what is going on back here? <laughs> Literally, what's going on back here? I stepped on the scale and my weight was someplace it had never been ever. And so at that point, I decided to go plant-based and I've been plant-based for the past few months, 90% plant-based, except if I go out with friends or whatever. And I've been able to, you know, take off 25 pounds just from that. And now I'm starting to add, you know, actual exercise. So I got the Fitbit last night, um, especially when I looked at it, looked it up and, and realized that this 10,000 steps thing is a, is a pound of fat a week, you know, you know, when you actually, if you do it every day. And so that's a good starting point uh, just for that. And of course, you know, they're living in a, in a, in a large city, there are all kinds of exercise um, mechanisms outside uh, where you can get a lot of your upper body and your strength training done and that sort of thing. So I'm saying this to say, uh, sometimes you don't realize that you've been sedentary. You know, you've been sedentary, but you don't realize the impact of it. Right. And just like with me and with what AJ just said, uh, when you're when you're going out to work and you have commutes and you're like for me, I'm, I'm a higher education professional. I'm walking around campus. I don't real these are just walks, you know, and 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 going from, you know, classroom to office or meeting with students. So you don't realize that you're actually accumulating um, movement. Uh, but when you're home. Uh, when things happen, like my lower back, which of course, you know, the issue is alleviated at this point, but uh, then you, you realize, okay, you know, we need to be more deliberate about our health. 
Yeah, facts, facts. I actually saw a tweet. I think it was from Anthony Bradley, but I'm not, you know, I, I hate to put his name out there, but I believe that was the guy. And he said that um, something that really astounded him about when he went to the Middle East and he would go to Christian communities, how they how they view obesity over there mm. and how it was starkly different to the way we view obesity. And, you know, it was along the lines of, you know, they look at it like, if you were a fornicator or this or that, you would say, oh, my God. But somehow in America, you could be morbidly obese and folks are like, yeah, it's all good. Don't body shame them. But mm. he was just kind of like when you go to other uh, other cultures in the body of Christ, not this is not some kind of crazy, you know, mystic, mystical folk. He's like, you go to Christian communities overseas and they're like, yeah, when are you going to lose all that weight? The way that they view obesity is just totally different. And of course, folks is coming at him. Oh, you body shaming this, that, and the thing. He said, no, 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 no. We have to be good stewards of our bodies. And so um, I'm not looking to become Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, <laughs> un- you know, unless, you know, he can sponsor me anytime. Y'all know how we get down. Dwayne. No, you're yeah. just looking to become Dwayne Wade. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! He already coming in. Shots fired, folks. You see how it is? They get back on socials and then they start firing shots. No, I was just trying to think of it of a contrast to to Dwayne Rock Johnson, <laughs> and then I thought of Dwayne Wade, so I said, "Let me throw this out there, see if that'll work." Dwayne Wade could sponsor me anytime as well. Feel free yeah. to sponsor us anytime. But anyway, but I just want to become a better steward of my body. That's all. Just become a, a better. As I'm getting older, just realizing I got to be a, a better steward. And speaking of being better stewards, y'all know I still got the professional. Segways, segway. Yeah, y'all know I'm, I'm professional. We want to be a you know better stewards of this podcast. We you know we appreciate all the people that listen. I, I mean, I really am. Sometimes when you look and you say, "Man, a hundred people, two hundred people, they, they listening to what I got to say." Um, it still is encouraging to me. After you know, after doing this for two or three years, it's still super encouraging. And even to um, you know, I was having lunch with a brother about maybe three weeks ago. And he said, hey, man, when you gonna, when y'all going to record another podcast? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, across the intersection, man. I said, wow, you listening? He was like, yeah, man. He said, I like the show. So, again, I was encouraged by that. So we want to be better stewards of, of the podcast. And with that being said, you know, one of the things that we chatted about, you know, a while back um, is, by the way, folks, we can talk offline. You know, we, we, we do discuss things when we're not recording. Um we were just talking about making sure that our conversations are grounded, you know, in the truth of God's kingdom. You know, we can have a gajillion conversations, you know, whether it's racial, political, financial, historical, whatever. Um, but just making sure that that conversation is grounded in the truth of God's kingdom, because if we if we don't do that, we end up just sounding like everybody else. And, you know, what I don't want, because I, you know, I listen to podcasts myself. I'm, I'm an avid, avid podcast listener. Um, I don't want to just be on, you know, it's not my goal to just be on our podcast, you know, sort of just intellectually masturbating, you know, but that we are actually conveying the the truth of the kingdom of God, despite what, you know, particular situation we're talking about with its varying nuances, because we know every situation has nuance but still making sure that the conversation is rooted and grounded. So we're going to be tackling a lot of things in this new season of the show, um, but we just wanted to kind of put that out there so that you guys understand that that's our goal. Um, 
to make sure that in that situation that God's truth is is conveyed to the best of our ability. We are not the end authority on any of it, but the truth to the you know extent to which we have understanding. Yeah, it's really important to have a standard. Uh, because we know we live in a world in which there are varied perspectives of of ideology. Some right. people follow the, uh, you know, Quranic uh, theology, some biblical theology, <laughs> some okay. Talmudic theology, etc. Easter and all this kind of stuff. And then some people say, no, I'm not down with, you know, that at all. It's all folklore. But even people who say that are following an ideology, an right. ideological perspective, even if it's one of their own making. So I, I think it's important when you have something that's positive, and I'm not downplaying the centrality, the biblical centrality, but just for the sake of the broader audience, if you have something that's positive, um, you know, you're still looking at life through that lens. And so just consider that for this podcast, we're looking at life and the issues that exist through the lens of, of biblical scripture, and it's valid. And if you're someone who questions the validity of yours, you know, realize that it's valid, you know, realize that looking at it through the lens of biblical scripture is valid, because if you didn't do that, you would look at it through another lens. And either way, uh, you're still interpreting your reality. Facts. Yeah. And I mean, we, we you know, just don't want to misconstrue our cultural standards, I think, is a good, you know, good segue from that. Eva. just we don't want to misconstrue our cultural standards for the centrality of God and his kingdom. You know, there's, there's a, and just to kind of throw a uh, borderline heretical statement into all of that, because um, y'all know we love to piss people off, so we just figured we'd pick right back up where we left off. Um, there's a scripture in the New Testament where it talks about how all of the things in which Christ did could not be written down. If they were all written down, it wouldn't be enough books in the entire planet to fill it. And I thought, well, is the message then biblical centrality or is it just the kingdom of God centrality because the kingdom mm. of God is actually bigger than the Bible? That's a, to some folks, that might sound heretical, right? Oh, they yeah. say, wait, wait a minute, brother. Sola Scriptura. What do yeah. you mean? It's like, yeah, I believe in the Bible and stand on the Bible. But more than the Bible, I choose to follow its author and its inspirer. Right. And there there are things that are I mean, before Gutenberg created the printing press. All right. What did people do? They weren't walking around with hand Bibles there. There there wasn't BibleGateway.com. There had to be a way of life. Right. Where the scripture talks about man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the most high. Right. So there had to be a way of life. My, my point in saying that is there had to be a way of life in which people existed. Right. Without the written text at their disposal. Yes, there were scrolls and temples, but that wasn't always at their disposal on the daily. That means that they had to live by revelation. They had to live by connection and relationship to those who were wise and mature, right? There was a way of life for millennia before there was literal written text that I could go grab and say, hey, brother, turn to this page in this book. And people were still living, thriving, and growing and maturing, 
right? So again, you just lost people yeah. right there, AJ. You just lost folks right there. And that's mainly because people aren't looking at the, the annals of time. You know, the, what you're talking about right now is the biggest beef that Protestants have against um, Orthodox and Catholics, which, of course, predated Protestants, right? And so I was looking at uh, orthodoxy a few years ago. One of my friends, African-American, there's, I think, the, the, the largest group of people who are going into uh, Eastern Orthodoxy are African-American. And so he was sharing some different things with me. And I was like, you know, at that time, I was like, what are you talking about tradition versus the Bible? No, scola, uh, sola scriptura, da, da, da. And he said, actually, the tradition of the, elder, of the church fathers predated um, most people, the vast majority of people's ability to read anything. Right. Um, in the scripture because of access. Uh, but yeah, what you're saying right now is like, well, what about what about the average person who may or may not have had a book? Um, you know, can we learn something from God's revelation? Or is everything through the prism of, of the book? And if it is, then what about the people who never had access to it? I mean, and people may say, look, that's ancient times. God God does stuff different now. Now, let's, <laughs> let's bring it to 2020. I actually know a brother. He lives what? in... You know, brother. <laughs> I know one cat, right? But he's a he's a Chinese brother. Lives in Texas, and one of the things that he and his wife do is they translate biblical texts for some of the folks that he knows back in mainland China. For those of you who don't know, China is a very secular society. They do not get down with religion, any religion. They're persecuting Muslims in Western China. If you want to go um, go do some research in the Western provinces of China where there are a lot of Muslims, they persecute Muslims as well. So they anybody can get it over there. And they're equal opportunity employers. They all can, can, can get it. So one of the things that he and his wife do is they translate some biblical texts, certain biblical books, right, Christian books. They translate a lot of that stuff into Chinese and then they mail it to some of their friends over there. Now, it's not the whole Bible. Sometimes it literally might just be like the book of Ephesians, right? So that they don't draw attention. They, it, it, it'll be very small and compact. Now, you may say, now, what about the saint in China who all they have is the book of Philippians? God still can speak to them. He's not limited just because this particular saint only has the four or five chapters in one epistle in the New Testament to read from. So I think that we've just limited God in, in so many different areas. This, this, this is not to, like, again, to not to sound heretical, but I think we need to have these discussions um, and ground them in the kingdom that God is bigger. Like if the earth is his footstool, do y'all understand what a footstool is? You know what I'm saying? Like, if the earth is his footstool, we need to understand the massiveness of God, like how massive he actually is. You know what I'm saying? I understand the appeal of Sola Scriptura. Um, and, you know, I'll just make this quick point, Avery. Uh, I understand the appeal of it because you want something that um, that doesn't change. You want you want a standard uh, that that people quote unquote can't really change. Now, of course, you know, I've learned some Hebrew last last year and I've immediately been able to see the difference between the original language and what we what's interpreted but i i can understand people just kind of wanting um something that's immovable in order to determine uh, what they should and should not believe uh it's just that reality and the reality that god allowed is that those words have not been accessible to most people for most of history that's what's up so yeah folks that's 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 our desire um, you know, that's our desire is that we're we're going to continue to have these conversations. We're still going to push the envelope. 
you know, we're 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 not going to water down the things in which we're saying, but we want to make sure that the things that we're discussing, you know, we're we're always going to remind you. I mean, we we've always said it as our tagline that we keep God in the mix, but I think it's going to be even more evident um, in this coming season that yo, that's cool that you memorized that book or that author, right? But what did the Lord tell you about that? Like, did God speak to you anything specifically about that? Like Christ was transfigured first before he was crucified. Do y'all understand that? Like things changed within him and he still walked the earth a little bit more. Like has the word or the thing that you looked at, how has it changed you? How has 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 God spoken to you specifically about a thing or are you just here to resuscitate something that you read? We were just talking about that earlier before we got on about, you know, many of us, we just read something and memorize it and then want to come and regurgitate it. But it actually has not changed us, you know, personally. The, the impact on us has been minimal. So, yeah. And so that is the next season of ATI. So in closing, hey, I did want to, um, did you want to let folks know those links to the some of the yeah. sites that you were creating? Yeah, the... Uh... The resource that I was talking about for believers to uh, be equipped during times of uncertainty is called faithinventory.com. That's faithinventory.com. Faith like belief. And then uh, the open source. Surprised I wasn't taken. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. um, the the, uh, website about uh, the open source project I've been working on so that people can understand how the cloud works and make their make your own cloud-based web apps that can scale uh, and handle millions and millions of people visiting your site without it crashing. And if nobody's visiting it, you're paying pennies on the dollar is uh, called a very good web dot app. So a very good web app. So a, a, a very good web dot app. So you go there that takes you all to the GitHub repos and all of that. And then, um, the major project that I've been working on uh, to enable Black people to be our own health advocates and learn how to better take care of our skin, the skin of African ancestry, is called Melalogic, M-E-L-A-L-O-G-I-C, melalogic.com. So if you go there, you can get notified on when the calendar comes out, and it's coming out soon. So um, we got uh, over 100 people that's checking for it, waiting for it, so really excited about it. That's what's up, man. Praise God for that, man. Yeah. And again, for those of you listening, um, if you want, if you're in a state where you're still being forced to teach your children virtually and you do and you look for assistance with that, hit up my wife and I at SheSchools.com, S-H-E, schools with an S, plural, schools.com. Um, homeschool, distance learning, virtual learning, all of the above. Hit us up. We can we can hit you up. If you're not local, y'all know we in the DMV, but if you're not in the DMV, we can make it work over the interwebs. Ezealus, what was the thing you were working on with your merch? Well, that's the thing. I'm on merch and I'm on a few platforms, but I will promo that for future reference uh, because I'm still in a building and creative process. <laughs> we're gonna get the links in the in the in the in the show notes down below, folks, when y'all listen. Basically, Eve is running these cash based businesses. That's what <laughs> Under the table, right? (laughs) And, you know, the other thing, you know, as we're coming around third base, the other thing that I want to do 
is y'all know we have a few episodes on YouTube. I want to get more active on YouTube because one of the things that I was reading earlier in the pandemic is podcast usage has actually gone down. But YouTube consumption has actually increased. Yeah. Um, I guess folks are not listening to podcasts mm-hmm. in the car anymore. They're sitting in the house watching videos. So we're going to have a bigger presence on YouTube. Um, that's that's our goal as well, to have a bigger presence on YouTube. Just got to figure out how we're going to do that logistically because for those of you who don't know, I got too many jobs. And so editing videos is a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So... <laughs> You're lazy, you're lazy, you got 14 jobs. We got to explain to our millennial friends, because if you're not of a certain age, you don't even get that joke anymore. You know what I'm saying? No, that was in Living Cover. What was 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 it, the Cosby Show? Exactly. (laughs) You got to be of a certain age, yeah. Some shows probably on YouTube. Yeah, you know, the stereotype about people from the Caribbean and mm. having a whole bunch of jobs. But I, think, I forgot what happened. But yeah, if they look it up, 14 jobs yeah, or you're lazy or something like that. Family is family. Hey, mom. It was a family. Oh, hey, mom. Yeah, and they like, yeah, every yeah. different sketch, they like, they ran different businesses. They did <laughs> like, they, one sketch, they had the, they, 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 uh, had the airport. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, he was the pilot, the co-pilot, yeah. the this, the the maintenance man, the 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 uh, you know, he was all those things at the same time. In living color. So look up Heyman uh, on yeah. um on YouTube uh, yeah. in living color. Yeah, Heyman yeah. in living color. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Heyman. The dude comes say, "Man, I got two jobs. I'm tired. Two jobs. You're lazy. That's where it comes from, folks. You're lazy. <laughs> so, anyway." <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's that's what's going on. So editing video is a is a whole thing. So I'm not sure how we're gonna get to do that. I don't know. I, I might get somebody to, to to do some art. Darius, if if you're listening, I might get you to do some artwork for me, man. Some uh, caricatures or something, and we, we we might work it out that way. I don't know. A yeah, a a swish got appointments. He got right, more important people to get to than us. So anyway, everybody. So that's that's where we are. That's where we are. That's where we've been. That's where we're headed, and we may do some more roundtables. Got some good feedback on the roundtables. So, again, thank you guys for who tuned in. Go back and check out the roundtable discussion we did back in June. Um, it was a three-parter. Go check that out. We're going to do another one. Not going to tell you yet what it is, but it's going to be a, another roundtable at the end. And lastly, we are coming up close to our 100th episode, so we are going to do something special for our 100th episode. Um, for everybody who's been rocking with us since the beginning, um, please put it on your calendars. We'll we'll let you know, you know, coming as, as we get close to what we're going to do for that. May even bring back some of the old guests, some of our old hosts, you know, old Dan and, and uh-huh. might pull Landis back. We might pull some, uh, might pull back some of the old folks from from back Landis. in the very beginning. So we got something special coming up when we get to our hundredth episode. So. Anyway, that's where we are, that's where we've been, and that's where we're going, folks. So we do thank y'all for rocking with us. Please keep with us, support us. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash divemedia1. Go on there and support us. If you don't think we record enough, you don't think we do enough, then put your dollars where your mouth is, all right? Patreon.com slash divemedia and the number one, all right? Anyway, whether we're talking about pandemics or the hiatus or a new season y'all know we're going to keep God in the mix and we mean that ish in the words of Eric Killmonger so for Ebri e- Ebri I'm about to say Ebri <laughs> for Eve and the boy A. Swish this is AJ saying peace
squad Yeah, they go, they the sons of God They the ones who done left the yard When they come in, son, they rap hard Sit down no fun in their squad Yeah, they go, they the sons of God They the ones who done left the yard When they come in, son, they